welcome to the Super Speedway. Welcome to episode 200 of the Super Speedway Podcast, recorded Wednesday, June 23rd, 2021. I'm your host, Eric Young, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, James Cush. James, 200 episodes. Dude, 200 episodes, and we're, we're live, Facebook Live, so people can see this later, but um, pretty cool, man. 200 episodes. I mean, I don't know what kind of milestone that is, but... <laughs> right you know they haven't fired us yet so yeah uh, i mean it's pretty cool you know i it's um i was trying to i was kind of thinking about it today a little bit and uh just the fact that um i don't know sticking with something like we have this long it's it's uh pretty cool man pretty happy about it it's um i don't know hard to put into words man it's it's very cool. Like it's a cool friendship that we have that got this thing going. And I'm just, uh, I happy to still be doing it 200 episodes later. If I wouldn't have had that NASCAR cup sitting on my desk when you worked at the, at the Herald with that's me, right. That's this right. This thing would never would have happened. Yep. Um, yeah. I mean, I, it doesn't surprise me. We've been able to talk about NASCAR this long because we <laughs> like, like we said before, we did it on the way down to Eldora and that's how we, uh, <laughs> that's, that's how we got the idea to do this to begin with. Yeah. You know, six hours in the car talking about NASCAR both ways. Yeah, um, you yeah. kind of realize you got a lot of stuff you can talk about. So yeah, well, we're more, yeah, we are definitely uh, motor mouths. So um, <laughs> it, it never stops, which it's hard to believe that even that far back was seven, seven years ago or yeah. Yeah. Well, heck it was eight years ago, 2013. Right. So yeah. Um, yeah. It's been a long time, but and obviously we haven't had the podcast going that long, but, uh, but still, um, you know, we started the podcast, what Eric, 2017. Yep. So yeah, it was the uh, it was the Martin Truex Junior Championship season, and we started that one, and we've been uh, going pretty much every week ever since during the season. There's uh, te- and, and technically this is your 200th episode. That is true. <laughs> uh, I've I've missed what two or three. Yeah, something um, like that. Yeah, we we've had Todd on, uh, our buddy Todd, who's who's covered it. Aaron Bearden co-hosted with you once. So, yep. uh, pretty cool that we've kept it going so long and done some pretty cool stuff had some pretty cool interviews over the past few years, you know, and, uh, here we are 200 in. Yeah. Now that things are getting normal again, hopefully we'll get a little bit more of that. Hoping to go down to Michigan, uh, in August, Yeah. uh, maybe get some driver audio, things like that. I don't know how that's going to work with the, with the video now, but I'm not sure we'll figure either, it out. Yeah. Well, and, and, you know, too, with you moving so close, uh, we can do some more in-person pods, which yeah. we've done it. We've done a hand. Honestly, we've done this over, we've done it over Skype and now zoom for, um, this almost this entire time, like we've really, we were zooming before, uh, I guess it was, it was popular, but right. <laughs> yeah. We've been doing this for a long time. Uh, yeah. you know, we were, we were pandemic ready. We never had to miss a beat. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah when, was, when, when I was living in a camper, that was the roughest part. Cause we had to do it in person. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. That was, that was a fun stretch of time, man. Yeah. yeah that we've been through good. a lot with this thing. Yeah. <laughs> kidding. We've recorded from, uh, my kitchen table, your living room couple of times from a hotel room in Kentucky one week in, in your car. Yeah. Uh, on the way home from a track. So yeah, we've been all over the place, this thing, man. Yep. We've done it just about everywhere. It's been, uh, it's been something for sure. Yep. So, um, so James got some show and tell for you this week. Uh, yep. I, I have to shout out my stepdad, Mike, who let me raid the, uh, raid the cabinet this weekend and the world famous garage, right? Collect a bunch of die cast cars and, uh, nice, nice. and I've got a cool one here in a second, but, uh, um, so this is, this is fueling me now. So now I have an excuse 
to get some die casts. Oh no, you're in now. This so is how it starts. This so is how here, it starts. Here's what I'm gonna try and do. I want to I want to get all of the race winning cars, which is already gonna be a challenge because they're usually limited edition. Um, I want to get the race winning cars of the races I've covered. Mm-hmm. My first one I'm shooting for is trying to get the Kyle Bush Chicago land, but that one's going to be tough because they're That's sold out one. everywhere. Yeah. But I'm going to be searching. I'm going to be looking. I'm telling you what, man, Facebook marketplace has one ridiculous algorithm because they keep sending me die cast, uh, cars all the time. I'll have to and, check that out. Yeah. It's really good too, because it's all like Ernie Irvin, Tony Stewart stuff. And I'm just like, wow, look at these die cast. And then I, I come across like Kyle Petty ones, which was my favorite when I was a kid. Um, Kyle Petty's mellow yellow. I had, I must have had, I'd have to ask my mom, but <laughs> thousands of those cars uh, in my house, um, which is funny. I don't have any of them on my shelf. I, sh- I should at least maybe get one of them, but. Um, I saw a- the pre-order for the um, Kevin Harvick Gravedigger car today, and I almost pulled the trigger on it. That was such a cool car. There will not be a cooler paint scheme this year. Yeah. There's no way. Yeah. So- although, although the uh, Stroker Ace that Corey LaJoy is going to run, um, is is pretty pretty badass yeah i like that guy yeah that's a good looking car all right so here we go let's do it this is a 118 scale james i know you when i show this to you you're gonna go oh yeah i remember seeing a picture of that so this is uh the dale earnhardt international motorsports hall of fame induction car from 2006 so this is a 118 scale and this is it nice this car is incredible it is the most detailed die cast i've ever seen i mean they've actually i know it's hard to see on here but they've actually got the screens and the grills um the it has who made it who made it uh i'm trying to remember who made it would it be action was it action back then i just looked it up today and i don't remember no that's right i put you on the spot that's my bad you did it was made in china (laughs) if that tells you anything um but uh so it i mean it even has it even I don't know how well you can see it, but it has the the cooling hoses for the rear brakes. It is pretty detailed. Holy cow! The suspension works in it. Nice. You know everything opens. It is just incredible. I mean, even as far as the hood has the hood tethers. Oh wow! Okay, I never haven't seen that before. That's awesome. Yeah, it is super yeah. detailed. That's the, really good. I like that one. The tethers for the uh, the Dang. roof flaps are there. It's it's incredible. This car is the coolest thing and i think i believe i was told too but i don't remember that it's actually made with the same style of sheet metal that they made the actual like legit car with oh nice but i could be wrong on that that's a really good show and tell i like that one i like that one i've got so many more i'm only i'm gonna save them because well if we're gonna keep doing video yeah Yeah. we got it yeah i've got some really cool pieces too that i'll uh, eventually get to but that's a good one man that's really good yeah, I'm, I was excited about that one. That one was the first one I thought of when I was raiding the cabinet. I wanted nice. to, I, I told my stepdad, I said, if I don't get to keep that one, I want to at least take it home and do a show and tell with it and yeah. bring it back. So, yeah. But he's That's all cool. in. He's excited about this. They've been kind of buried back in the back of the garage. Nobody really gets to see them. And yeah. so now they'll get to display here in my office and in the studio. And uh, yeah, people actually get to see them. So. That's cool, man. That's awesome. We should share, maybe get a picture of it and put it on the Facebook page or something, too. There you go. Kind of a yeah, cool idea. Yeah. So my show and tell, you mentioned it earlier, um, but this was the reason this podcast got started, and that is nice the ticket to the first truck race at Eldora. And um, I know the autograph on it, too. Yeah, so you you remember the second year we went to Eldora, I had a mission that Austin Dillon, the winner 
of that very first Mud Summer Classic would autograph this ticket stub. And by God, I got it right there. That's awesome. Austin Dillon. So first ticket, Austin Dillon signed it. One of my favorite pieces. I'm not an Austin, no, not a huge Austin Dillon fan, but like the tickets got Austin Dillon on the background. Like it was just meant to be that he was going to win that race. So that, that's what's, uh, that's, what's pretty cool about that. But that same day, like, I don't know if you, I mean, you remember Eric, we had a bunch of autographs that day that were really yeah. cool. Brad, Brad Keselowski yep. um, on the, on the ticket for the, for the following year. So um, yeah, I wanted to show that one. That's one of my, you know, I've got like really cool pieces that I really, you know, I, I don't collect sheet metal or anything like that. I've got, you know, cool cars and stuff and, and autographs like, uh, autographs on die casts and hats and things like that. But this one right here is like top five favorite things I have. It's just because that was such a cool event, a lot of fun. And I made it my mission to get Austin Dillon's autograph on the, on the winning ticket stub. So that's awesome. Um, yep. We can see where we sat, how much we paid, um, July 24th, 2013. So nice. Uh, a lot of good memories from those, those days though. That was pretty fun. I wanted to do that one just since it was our 200th episode. I thought that makes sense. Let's, Back uh, let's when that, that was the Mud Summer Classic and not yeah. the Dirt Derby. Yeah, now it doesn't even exist. <laughs> but yeah. it was so much fun back in the back in the that was probably if I had to think about like the most like that was my heyday of, of NASCAR yeah. fandom. Like those were some really cool days that were going on at that time. So. That first race, just not knowing what to expect. We James and I sat there for all of the practice sessions. Yeah, we were we didn't there. Miss a thing that weekend, and it was just—I mean, it was so cool that you know. Usually, when somebody spins in practice, they throw a red flag and everybody comes down pit road. They just threw a caution because so many people were spinning out. Yeah, and we, you know, we even up to the race night, we weren't sure what we were going to get, and then we got the heat races, and it's like, holy crap, this is actually going to work. And it was just yep. incredible. Yep, and we came, we've come a long way since then. That was the—that was the start of—I mean—getting to where we've been this year with dirt on Bristol. You know, um, I, if it, I hope if it NASCAR... wasn't for that, if it wasn't for that, the day that we were there, we wouldn't have it today. So, yeah, pretty cool. I hope NASCAR takes uh, some advice from SRX, though, and pulls the windshield out of these things at dirt tracks. Yeah, I'll tell you what, that was a big advantage this weekend. We didn't have any issues with dirt on the front of those cars. Yeah. In the SRX race. We'll talk more about SRX. It's not in the notes, but don't let me forget. I want to. I do oh, want yeah, to I do want to talk week. about it, too. Yeah, it was. It's been fun. And they're going and. and you know, to bring it full circle, SRX yeah. is at Eldora on Saturday night. Yep. I'll be watching. How incredible is it that they don't even go back to the shop? They just go to the next track and work on it's, the cars there. You know, I thought about that today. <laughs> yeah, they just do the cars. They do the body work and everything right at the track each week. Yep. The six-week run is is uh, for the guys working on these cars and everything that they're doing, man. That's awesome. Really yeah. cool. Especially when Tony Kanan's driving. I mean... <laughs> Paul Tracy. A lot of work yeah. there. Or yeah. 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 Paul Tracy. Yeah, <laughs> Paul Tracy. Paul Tracy. Yeah. yeah. Paul Tracy's really bending up the sheet metal. He's a disaster, but. Oh, uh, and it's my favorite. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I know you guys are buddies. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. So let's talk some NASCAR, James. It was the inaugural Ally 400 from Nashville Super Speedway this weekend. And uh, I just put in the notes, Kyle Larson, because. Uh, we're out of things. That, we, were, we were out of things to talk about two weeks ago. So I don't know. <laughs> Um, I don't know what else to say. Every time we say we can't dominate a race more than he's dominated a race, he comes out and leads 264 of 300 laps. I know, I know people are trying to compare this season to Kevin Harvick last year, but I, no. I can, I cannot remember. I mean, Johnson was dominant like this, but 
Man, even this just... though, Johnson was dominant in that he was there at the end. He'd have yeah. a bad car and they'd fix it and he'd be racing at the end and, and race for the win. He'd sneak a win out. Yeah. This is just you go into the race and ten laps in, you know Larson's gonna win this race. Yeah. Yeah. Even um gosh, Tony, you know, remember when when Tony won the championship in twenty eleven, he won those five races in in ten, five out of ten. Yeah. But he didn't he didn't dominate those races. He just was you know, it was just kind of a miracle run. This is just flat out. I mean, different types of tracks, different types of engine packages. The guy's just flat out dominating everything. It's yeah. just incredible. What, what a run. It's, it's quite amazing. And James, I don't know about you, but even with him dominating this race, I thought it was a good race. It was a great race. Yeah. Excellent racing I, for second. Yeah. I felt, so I will uh, toot my own horn here a little bit. I felt vindication. <laughs> from watching this race yeah because i remember catching crap on twitter for being a little bit excited about having nashville come back um i remember we did a podcast on it when it was announced and and i was like man i'm excited this is a new place we haven't been to in a while it's pretty cool and when we saw some decent racing on sunday i was like yeah okay when we saw win, decent win racing on friday i was excited yeah yeah because and you know i'll, I'll give it to nascar or whoever made the decision to put the resin down um, let's, let's put that down on some tracks, guys, get rid of this PJ one crap. Um, we had multiple grooves, which is something we've never had at Nashville Yeah, and attrition on the brakes, which, yeah. um, well, you know, I didn't go- realize that this wasn't a mile and a half track. Yes. Yeah. It's, That's it's interesting. Yeah. Race is like a short track is what I, yeah. you know, what the drivers kept saying all week. And, and the teams that brought their short track brake packages were the ones who were able to, uh, to sustain. I mean, it, it seemed conservative. Like I, you know, I heard Larson and in his team talking about after the race, you know, they were worried they were going to be too conservative with the, with the uh, short track brake package. But I mean, it didn't matter. He was flat out beating everybody. And, and the guys that brought the, you know, brought the other brake package, um, man, rough day for a lot of guys. A lot of guys had trouble. Well, that was, that was fun. Especially Ryan Blaney. I mean, Ryan Blaney had the the worst of it. And then, you know, I don't know how many of the other accidents were from Blaney's crash because, some of them were brake issues, but some of them were hitting debris too. And yeah, um, so I think that definitely had an effect, uh, just not being able to clean up all those brake parts as well yeah. as they needed to. Um, but yeah, Blaney had just an atrocious hit. That was pretty rough. Yeah. Yeah. He hit hard. Um, Huff early. He yeah. hit pretty good. Um, that, that one wreck with Busher where they were two cars crashed at once. That was, uh, that was an interesting one. Right. Um, so yeah, it was, uh, whew. Yeah, we haven't seen attrition. I, I don't know about you, Eric, but I, I don't remember a race where we had attrition like this um, with parts failures and things uh, in a long, long time. These cars are so good now. Uh, the parts and pieces are so good that we just we just don't see it. So Yeah, I don't want to see people wrecking out of races because of attrition or because of parts breaking, but it was nice to see stuff wear out for once. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. It was old school kind of in the, you know. I mean, what the was Blaney twenty six laps in or something that first pit stop when all the brake dust was coming out of that front wheel? Yeah, his yellow his yellow tires were black. Right. Yeah, yeah, that was something else, man. They were they were using up their stuff, which you know, mixing it up and going to new facilities, you know, there's something to be said for for that too. So, right, um, yeah, that was yeah. I don't want to see guys wrecking all the time, but seeing uh, seeing the technology of the cars be be pushed was definitely was definitely a good sign. Yeah. For me. I agree. Um, back to to Kyle Larson. Uh, Rick Hendrick says in post race uh, that there's increased interest in sponsorship. I just put "duh" in the notes because, of course, <laughs> is. 
I mean, yeah. he's got three in a row now, going for four in a row, f- going for five if you count the All Star race. Of course, he's going to yeah. have interest. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, he's I, um performing his way back into sponsorship opportunities. Yeah, um, I mean, this is so. how it's supposed to work. He screwed up. He paid paid the price, and now he's reaping the benefits of the comeback. You know, running great. Yeah, I mean, you. <laughs> And, and, you know, Nate Ryan wrote an excellent piece in, uh, for NBC um, on his comeback and what, what he's been up to. And, um, you know, it, it's really cool that, you know, we've come kind of full circle, Eric, on Rick Hendrick letting him race dirt the way he is. And I, I have to wonder, you know, back when Casey Kane drove for Hendrick, he wasn't allowed to do a whole lot of dirt. But Casey Kane was making what? two or three times what Kyle Larson's probably making at this point. So the financial investment being lower for Larson has opened up some opportunities. And, and Kyle says, you know, you know, the dirt racing helps him. Uh, he, he believes it helps him perform even better. And he's just beating, he's beating the best of the best every single you know time. He's, you know, no matter what he's in, he's winning outlaw races. He's winning late models. Uh, and, and obviously the cup series he's beating the pants off of everybody. So like I uh, said, there's something there. Let's put him in some cars. Let's get him in an F1 car. Let's get him in a, an Indy car. I want to see what he can do in everything. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's incredible, man. It's incredible what he does. He, he beats, might, he might be coming for Tony's crown. He's probably already there. Tony's, I don't remember Tony ever doing this. Yeah. No, um, Tony never did this. I mean, Tony was good, but. And I, and I know, level. no, no. And I, I know, um, I know we're going to talk about Kyle Busch in Xfinity. Um, Kyle Busch winning a hundred Xfinity races is, is awesome, but the Xfinity series, isn't the best of the best, you yeah. know, that that's the up and comers he's beating Kyle Larson's going to these guys playgrounds and he's the best driver, which well, he's doing I it think, in a late model that he'd never run. I know, know, which is, yeah, it's just, it's flat out incredible. We, we can be impressed by numbers from, from many things, but watching what Kyle Larson did last year in dirt, what he's continued to do now. And, and now that he's transitioned into the cup series, um, I think he's, you know, he's almost the points leader now. So, uh, he's, he's definitely, um, it's on a whole nother level. I mean, we'll probably be, we go into Pocono this weekend for two races and I don't know what we're going to say if he wins both of them, you know, <laughs> there's a good chance he could do it. So yeah. We are really running out of material, uh, for, for Kyle Larson. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's definitely uh scary. Yeah, it is for sure. So, um, Sorry, I'm just trying to. I finally figured out how to find the comments on Facebook. So, oh, nice. Um, so, uh, let's see. Chase Elliott, uh, big news out of the race, DQ'd for five loose lug nuts. Um, Bob Pockers made sure to note those were not all on the same wheel. Uh, another reporter, I don't remember who it was, noted that there was one loose one loose lug on each wheel, which apparently he doesn't realize that there's four tires on a car, not five. So one of them at least had two. Yeah. Um, but anyway, DQ'd for this. Uh, what do you think, James? Is this a fair penalty? Um, Chase doesn't think so. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. The rules are the rules. So, you know, here's the thing that I don't, I don't think people pay attention to very much. Um, but watch pit stops throughout the race and watch how many lugs are getting hit early on pit stops. Yeah. It ain't five. I'm telling you right now, it ain't five Right. when they're, when they're early on in the race. But when it comes down to what might be your last pit stop of the day, that's when the five lugs are well, usually are when usually that car drops. If they haven't hit five lugs before that car drops, they're not all tight. Yes, that's right. And even then 
if you hit, if you ever tightened a wheel, if you hit one, two, three, four, five, you go back to one because yeah. it's not tight. <laughs> right. And they're not going back to one. No. So, no. So here's my issue with this, James. And yeah, you got a good point. They're doing this throughout the race, but the penalty, the, the violation was at the end of the race. Right. So I'm all right with losing the points at the end of the race, but he shouldn't lose his stage points. That's his argument. And yeah. I, I think that's fair. I think that's fair. I mean, because if the, if the tire comes off, like Chase said in his tweet, if the tire comes off and he crashes, he keeps the stage points. Right. So he loses I mean, valuable stage points for him because he won stage one. So he lost a playoff point there. Uh, you don't get that playoff point back. And as we know, Eric, ask Kevin Harvick how valuable one playoff point can be. Yep. Uh, that could come back and bite them real bad. So I understand that they're being upset about that for sure. But uh, again, like it sucks. I hate it, but. You know, I don't have to worry about it for what, like 20 more races and then we'll have yeah. one not. Yeah. It yeah. doesn't matter. Like it, at the end of the day, like he's at the end of the day, the thing is he lost a playoff point and what he's already in the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know. It's not, it's not the biggest failure in the world, but. Um, that nine team's pretty fast on pit stops and there's reasons why. So yeah. NASCAR's probably watched him pretty close. Probably been something that they've been keeping their eye on. I wouldn't doubt it. They managed to make the fast pit stop in the all-star race though. And they got them all tight there. That's so. right. Yep. Sometimes you got to get your hand slapped to, you know, kind of ship shape, but I don't know. I, I, I think it's a little bit too harsh, but NASCAR put this rule in place years back now for safety reasons. And so this is what it is. I don't know. I personally like the, I like the, you know, in, you know, enforce it on your own thing better. Yeah. Um, because, you know, I know there was, there was a lot of talk about concern over safety, but we didn't have a tire come off. Um, the drivers are generally pretty good at knowing when it's loose. And yep. so they'll generally, uh, they'll generally stop if they need to. So yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, yeah. And the problem back in the day was, I mean, next, and the thing is too, next year, this isn't a problem. It's one lug and done. Right. The but biggest problem with it is, is that you don't know where the tire is going to go when it comes off the car. Right. And, right. You know, Indy cars had people killed because the tires going in the stands. It happened at Michigan. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing with, with NASCAR too, is they chose to do this because these teams were only hitting three lugs on purpose. Like that's all they were. Like right. their goal was to hit three lugs and they were done. And right. You can't have a gray area in a rule. You have to have a, a, yeah. a enforce. A line. Yeah. Yep. The rule is the rule and enforce it. So yeah, there you go. Uh, anything else worth talking about in this race, James? I know. I mean, like I said, it's it, pretty much a Kyle Larson day. Ross Chastain gets a second place finish rallies at the end. Yeah. We uh, should talk about that a little bit. Um, he had a really great run. Um, never, I mean, he led some laps, just a handful there, but, um, was around all day. And one of the great things I liked going into this weekend, Eric, was we got practice, which felt, yeah. which felt super normal again, but looking at the, uh, looking at the 10 lap averages from practice, had a feeling Ross was going to have a great day. So that was, um, that was good to see. Cause I think CGR needed a good, they needed a good weekend and Kurt ran well, finished eighth, yep. um, 40 scored 40 points on the day. So, uh, yeah, they had a little bit of a pit strategy move there towards the end of the race, um, that, uh, kind of positioned them well and, uh, came away with a great run, you know, finishing second to Kyle Larson's, you know, is as good as you're going to get right now. So it's pretty much a win. Eric Almarola rallies again, uh, another good, uh, good finish fourth place for him. Um, continuing that uh, resurgence that they need desperately there. Uh, yep. Ricky Stenhouse jr. Sixth place. Um, great race for him. He was strong all day. 
And uh, I mean, placed top 10 in all three stages. Um, Daniel Suarez with a seventh place finish. Yeah, Trackhouse continues to be solid, just yep. completely solid uh, every single week that they show up. I mean, Daniel's driving great. The cars are holding up and running really well. Uh, can't ask for much more of a first year team like that. They are, um, people know that they're around and that's, yep. that's the best that they can ask for. Yep, for sure. Uh, your, your buddy, Kyle Bush had a day. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Holy smoke. Managed to run really well with a crappy car and then it just all went to hell at the end. Oh my God. He was, <laughs> he was complaining something fierce on the radio. <laughs> yeah. He was a peach. Oh my goodness. And then, <laughs> you know, the team finally got him quiet because the car was so bad. And then they thought that they could, <laughs> thought that he couldn't hear him. So, um, yeah, that was, uh, boy, I, Kyle usually gets mad on the radio at least once a week, but he was, that was a hissy fit. He yeah. was, he was fit to be tied. Um, the win is Kyle Larson's 10th victory in 240 cup series races. Kind of crazy to think it's only 10 victories for him. But that number is going to climb. Yeah. Um, Anthony Alfredo was our top finishing rookie at 18th. I, uh, I, Denny, I saw Hamlin, the... Denny Hamlin still leads the points, but only by nine points. Yeah. This last, yeah, he's, uh, he's ripped off. I think he's cut 140 some points from the, from, from the lead. I, I saw in the comments, I'm, I'm kept trying to keep comments on the, on the live video and, and Ranger made a good point. Our buddy Ranger Runyon, uh, said it was nice to see the 750 package and them yeah. guys being able to slide around. Uh, I agree a hundred percent. I know. Uh, Jeff Gluck will not agree with that, but um, yes, uh, that's why I think the racing, obviously Larson is in his own class, but watching the racing throughout the field, I think uh, having the high horsepower package um, on a, on a track like this with, with the resin that they, you mentioned, Eric, that they put down, I feel like they had a nice little combo there. Yeah. Um, I'm not a huge fan of putting stuff on the surface, but they had something working there and uh I mean, yeah, great show. Nashville, you know, I don't think we said enough about, you know, putting on a, a great race, but that facility was empty for 10 years and yeah. three great races, solid. I mean, three solid races, not the, not the best thing in the world. I know Sunday, um, a good problem to have Eric, when you can't get people to the track on time, right. you have to delay the start. <laughs> I know, I know it sucks and we have a Kentucky situation, but uh, Nashville's never had, you know, even when the Xfinity series was out there, Eric, I bet you they never had that many people there. Um, no, this is probably the most they've ever had by far. So um, to see, uh, I don't mind delaying the start of the race. If we're going to pack a place like that. And um, they're probably going to have to add some grandstands if they're going to keep running there. It was a nice debut, nice debut for Nashville. I uh, don't know how long we're going to be racing here, but regardless, um, I think they, I think they nailed it, man. That's a, that's an A, not, not quite an A plus, but that's an A weekend for them. Can't ask for much more. Yeah. I think, I think we definitely got a, we've got a few years out of it. I believe it's a couple year deal. Um, they have going there and uh, um, yeah, I mean, it, it was, it was, uh, it was a good race. It was, it was exciting. Um, it was compelling all day, even with a domination. Um, I'm trying to find the Nick Bromberg tweet. Here it is. Uh, left on un, left unsaid, he says there's no excuse for NASCAR not to sell out a 40,000 seat venue that's never hosted a cup race in a market that hasn't had a cup race in over three decades. He's not that's, wrong. He's not wrong. No, nope. I mean, 40,000 is not a lot of seats. Um, hey, that's I, a that's an MLB baseball game. Yeah, if you think about it that way. I mean, or, I I do agree. I think I think they'll put some more permanent seats in there. 
Um, there were complaints about the temporary seats. I saw on, on uh, Reddit that people's knees were in other people's backs, but nobody was complaining. Everybody was, I mean, it, they were good with it. Uh, I think the only complaint I have over this whole thing, James, is uh, time of race. Three hours, 30 yeah. minutes, 23 seconds. Yeah. This Probably. thing felt like an eternity. It was a long race. Yeah, but I think that is part of that attrition. We, we go yeah. back to a lot of cautions. Well, you had 11 um, cautions for 60 laps. That'll slow yeah, things down. Yeah, that's going to slow things way down. And, you know, next time we come to Nashville next year, uh, well, yeah, the new the new car, I guess we don't really know, but I bet you they'll have a better brake package. Well, they uh, won't be able to tape stuff up next year for one. Yeah, that's I don't know if we've ever talked about it on the podcast, but they're not allowed to use tape on the grill with the next gen car. Yeah, it's gonna be nice. That'll be yeah. nice. Well, yeah. speaking of that, too, that was actually one of the more intriguing parts of this race, too, was Larson having all the yeah. entire uh, facilities garbage on the on his grill <laughs> right? a bunch of times. Well, when you're out front the entire race, you're going to be the one that picks up the trash. Yeah, he was uh, he was sweeping the track. That's for sure. But uh, <laughs> nice driving by Larson, though, too, to get up uh, on the lap traffic and, and blow that stuff away, which was. I guess uh, when Kyle Larson's doing that uh, type of stuff that he can save fuel, get trash off his grill and outrun everybody. Uh, I guess that does make for some intrig intriguing racing. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Let's talk uh, truck series. Truck series was in action as well. Um, kicked the weekend off and uh, Ryan Priest gets the win in the truck series. Um yeah. Sorry. I got, I got lost in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's, it's kind of fun doing things live. I like yeah. it. Yeah. We got, we got uh, outside information coming in. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. But yeah, Ryan Priest. Um, and then yeah, the Todd Gilland uh, issue. Yeah. But uh, I tried, I damned if I do damned if I don't, but I wanted to find a way to penalize you <laughs> on our picks uh, 25 points, but they, they penalize them before the race. So yeah, um, it's probably would be fair for me to lose those points, but I'm, I'm going to take it. The the, we agreed at the beginning of the season that what the sheet says is what we go by. The sheet so says, yeah, the sheet yep. says he doesn't, didn't lose any points in the race, but yeah, Todd Gillen got docked 25 points at the, um, the, and had the front of his truck taken off, uh, after yeah. not passing pre-qualifying inspection still yeah. managed to rally for second place finish though. Yeah, he did. Uh, and, and didn't score well in the first stage, but definitely rallied. Uh, it seemed like it was Grand Fingers Day. Chandler Smith, nice to see. Um, I know he's kind of the the motorsports analytics darling uh, for David Smith. Um, so nice to see Chandler Smith up front quite a bit. Um, but Ryan Priest uh, snuck up there in that uh, Hunt Brothers Pizza Ford. And uh, I don't know. I felt like he got quite a bit of attention for winning this truck series race. You yeah. Know? He... Um, we don't hear a lot from him right now in the cup series because of, I think what he's driving. And I know he's got a charter issue this year. So running in the back quite a bit, but um, when you put him in high level equipment, uh, much like many other cup drivers who run in the truck series, uh, he can, he can pull out a win. And that was, must've been cool for him to get that, uh, to get that monkey off his back. It's been, a, it's been a minute since Ryan priest got a, got a win. Yeah, it's always nice when you're used to winning to get another one after a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, um, go ahead. Uh, no, I was going to add really quick that um, I was looking at Truck Series wins for the season, and everybody who's won a Truck Series race outside of Todd Gillen, who has one, and Ben Rhodes, who has two, everybody else who's won in the Truck Series this year is a Cup Series driver. Oh, I, I miss Sheldon Creed, but he's a champion. But anyway... Mm -hmm. 
Um, yeah, so I, I'm counting John Hunter Nemechek as a Cup Series driver. I'm sorry. Right. He's he's winning all these races, but yeah, it's John Hunter, Kyle Busch, uh, Ryan Priest, Martin Truex Jr. Um, got a majority of the wins. Obviously, obviously Kyle Busch is going to do that. But uh, anyway, that was just kind of a, a thought that I that I had just randomness that runs through my brain at cer- certain points of the day. <laughs> uh, anything else with this one, James? Not a whole lot to talk about. No, here. no good debut though. Like you, I think going back to what you said though, um, was a good sign when the trucks ran a good race here. Uh, that was really nice to see. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely set the, set the bar for the weekend and uh, everything was able to live up to it. Um, I think the best race of the weekend uh, still other than the, the victory by Kyle, um, probably the Xfinity race. Xfinity tends to put on a really good show anywhere right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but Kyle Busch, KFB gets his hundredth Xfinity series victory. Um, said that, uh, said after the race that he doesn't believe JGR has sold any races for him next year. So after he's running two more races this season yet, um, he might be done in the Xfinity series. We'll see. I don't, I don't buy it. Um, <laughs> right. He also commented, uh, tongue in cheek that he could just quit the cup series and race Xfinity full time because he likes winning. <laughs> <laughs> so. wow. well yeah yeah <laughs> just beating up on the beating up on the young guys all the time yeah okay yep. kyle yeah <laughs> pretty cool milestone though eric yeah i will say yeah um, love him or hate him i mean it's pretty neat yep and he kind of i don't know i'm i'm looking at i mean gosh looking at his numbers really quick 360 starts 100 wins oh man so he's he's basically one in every you know one in every four one every one, one in every three and a half races, Kyle Busch is going to win in yeah. the truck series. He would have had this record. That's the thing we got to mention, though. Too, he would have had this record <laughs> right years ago if they wouldn't have put a cap on him. You know, yeah. So, and as much as Kyle Busch loves the numbers, we we talked. I think we talked about that last week a little bit. But he's having a uh, what is he? He's three for three, right? In the Xfinity series, I'm looking yep. at it right. Yeah, looking at it right now, three for three this year. So yeah, he can go five for five. That'd be pretty sweet. Yeah. He, uh, he almost did that in 2019. He was four for five. Oh no, sorry. He had seven starts that year. So he was, he was four for seven. So that's pretty good. Trying to see some of his best numbers, man. His Xfinity numbers are just stupid. It's just <laughs> dumb. It's just dumb. I'm just looking, I mean, they're all 10 win seasons, nine win seasons. I mean, geez, back when he could run for points, he was, you know, he was running 29 races and finishing third. Right. <laughs> So um, one thing that this track tends to lend itself to, and we really only saw it. I think we saw it in the truck race too, but saw it a lot in this one is head on collisions. In yes. The yeah. Um, big crashes. Yeah. We had a hell of a wreck there with, uh, with Austin Cindric, uh, um, And uh, I, I mean, Cindric was probably got the worst of it, but that was a, uh, that was a pretty brutal wreck there on the front stretch. We see that a lot at Nashville. Um, we've seen it in the past. It's something with the, if you really look at the shape of the track, there's, the straightaways are long on the front stretch and that it's a really tight dog leg yeah. um, compared to the other tracks. And I, I know they mentioned it on NBC a couple times this weekend that the front stretch at, um, they kept calling it the front straightaway, but it's the front stretch at mm-hmm. Nashville is longer than the one at Charlotte, despite the fact the track's shorter. Yeah. It's really, um, I guess, pointy, you know, yeah. with, with how far that, that D comes around. Um, you know, you go into really, I think that's why the, you know, the drivers say that it drives like a short track because you've got, you come so far around and then you're hitting tighter corners. Yeah. It's definitely, you know, as far as D shaped ovals are on the circuit, we have a lot of them, but none shaped quite like this. You know, it's, it's very, 
um, you know, the infield grass is huge, just huge right. because of the way that, because of the way that that point comes to, comes to at the start finish line. So um, yeah, I mean, it was a, yeah, there were some big hits, uh, you know, that restart late that Kyle Bush had to, had to manage, I guess, um, was really good with uh, guys bouncing off, Algaier bouncing off of him and um, my pick uh, fading away. But um, <laughs> yeah, it, you know, very, very good racing, very tight racing. The restarts were fantastic. Um, yeah, Xfinity Series continues to put on great shows. Uh, they've had some, they've had a really good run of races. And this one was just, again, great for Nashville, you know, two, two for two at the point when this race ran, they had some good runs going. Right. Okay. Um, anything else with this, James? Uh, with the uh, with Nashville, man, we are. Um, I saw a Rangers comment there. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll get to it. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, we are. Uh, I think we're good, man. We're good with Nashville. A lot of lot of cool stuff going on. Um, the the Kyles continue to be the Kyles, but um, yeah, on to on to the Pocono double. Yeah, I'll be curious to see if they'll put safer barriers all the way around this track uh, for future races because it's still the old style where it's just in the turns and in the tri-oval. Yeah. Um, don't have it on the straightaways. I don't think it's as necessary on the straightaways, but it certainly helps. Well, I wonder how much those materials are, too. By uh, you know. safer, safer barriers ain't cheap, that's for sure. That's right. That's right. Definitely not cheaper now. No, no, I'm sure, right? <clears throat> right. Uh, all right, James, uh, we, uh, have a lot of news this week. Uh, we've gone all season with hardly any and it all went crazy. This it, week, so yeah. Yeah. We'll try yeah. to run through these as quick as possible. Cause I'm sure a lot of people have already heard about several of these, but, uh, first off, it looks like there are, um, likely plans for an all electric companion series in NASCAR's future. Um, according to sports business journal, NASCAR is exploring the concept, um, of starting an all electric companion series in the coming years. Um, NASCAR declined to comment this past week uh, on the potential, but uh, there were comments by Steve Phelps early in February um, and recent industry chatter that suggests that it is being explored behind the scenes. Yep. So um, not real surprising. I think this is the direction that we should expect them to go. Um, be interesting to see, you know, do you, you run something like that on an oval. Do you run it on street courses or, yeah. or whatever? Well, um, do they do what they did with IMSA and, and buy the, you know, the current, series that's out there right that's another option i would i would assume they're probably going to explore that and and if so that's a quick way to get a bunch of manufacturers into nascar um you know there's a ton of options when you're <laughs> your, <laughs> your video is hilarious yeah um, I know. <laughs> it doesn't come through on the on the audio portion of this uh, this platform but yeah, you'll see my, it in chil- the video. my children are in the background it's really funny is. yeah it's really good uh but yeah i mean obviously nascar has aspirations on getting manufacturers into the sport and um there's interest in the electronic por- portion of that so uh yeah i think it's i think it's a good idea to start and try for sure yeah i agree um, there was something else I was going to say with that, but I guess I don't remember what it was. Uh, lots of news on the 2022 season, uh, starting off GMS pl- complaint, uh, GMS plans to compete in the cup series in, uh, in 2022. Um, I think again, this is something we kind of saw coming. A lot of these teams yep. that have, that are big in the other series are take going to try and take this opportunity, uh, to get into the cup series when, uh, when the getting is good, yeah. I guess. Well, yeah, and we, and we might as well combine this with another one of our news yeah. notes too. Uh, just, yeah, GMS coming up and then obviously Colleague mentioned that they're coming up as well. Yep. 
And it's just, it just makes sense, Eric, to, um, for some of these teams, if they want to eventually get to this level, um, GMS has done everything you can do, you know, in the truck series. And um, if, you know, now is the time for, for these series, for these, you know, smaller, uh, well, I, I guess they're not, I don't know what you would, what you would call them, Eric. They're not small teams. They are really good teams in the series that they're in, but when they come up to cup, they will be considered a small team. But that being said, they will perform. These teams will not be, uh, they will not be the Rick wares of the world uh, just to pick one. Right. They, they will this. I, I love this. I love GMS coming up. I love seeing colleague coming up and we, we can talk about the colleague details here in a second, but what that does for, for NASCAR is it just brings everybody's performance up when you've got the lesser teams being filled by organizations that want to spend that want to run up front that have a plan uh they're they're they are there to race they're not there to start and park they're not there to buy a charter and sell it off they are coming to race and they are going to bring talented drivers with them yep uh, that is a great spot for our series uh it, it just reminds me of when um you know, not the same, but when Michael Waltrip and Toyota started to come into the series, um, you know, Waltrip struggled, but they had funding in place and eventually became a championship contending team with Clint Boyer. So you've got some opportunity here. And with the new car, it just makes sense for teams like GMS and colleague to, to finally, you know, get the call up as they say to the, to the big leagues. Right. Um, you mentioned colleague colleague purchases two uh, charters from Spire Motorsports. Um, Justin Haley going to compete full-time in the cup series in 2022. AJ Allmendinger will compete part-time in the cup and full-time in Xfinity uh, note on the charters that they must run a full-time team with the second charter uh, in order to have that charter. I'm assuming that they're going to lease that um, rather than do that. Maybe back to Spire, you think? Well, I think what they'll do too is they will, um, they will run a car part-time and, and use that charter to run another car out of another shop. Uh, yeah. Kind of like uh, Ganassi is a good example of that. When they run McMurray at Daytona, um, right. they use a charter from another team and, and run those cars. So that's another option for them. I, I didn't think about it. We were messaging when all this was coming in and uh, thought, not, not sure what they were going to do if they were going to lease it out, but that's another option. I didn't think about at the time when we were talking um, earlier this week when this news broke, but I, I like it. I obviously they, they have a deal with Justin Haley to, to get him into a cup series ride full time. Right. Um, I think they're missing an opportunity at a playoff spot with AJ Allmendinger, but you know, sh he, he shows up and stinks up a show and, and wins some road course races. I think uh, um, that's definitely a possibility. Yeah. Uh, they, they will, he will have great resources to do so uh, when we get to the, uh, when we get to these road courses next year, I think they're banking on AJ winning a championship in Xfinity. Yeah, that's fine. And that, yeah. they have a plan in place and they don't need to go in and uh, set the world on fire and cup right away. But, you know, having somebody like AJ on staff, uh, who's a great road course racer can, can race with the best of them. Heck we, we saw him run really great, um, you know, at, at Coda for a little while there too. So um, and, and he, he's going to, he will win somewhere next year. I, right. I don't know. I mean, he'll win in the Xfinity series, but he may win in the cup series too. I, I wouldn't put it past him. He, he can get it done. He he's as good as anybody on the road courses. So uh, I love this for them. Uh, the, the two charters is a big deal. Definitely a bigger, big advantage over teams like 
um, you know, uh, 2311 uh, track house, you know, is going to be searching for a sponsor or excuse me for a charter. So uh, they, they come in with resources and um, uh, a solid foundation. Well, you're just digging into my notes. Um, Sorry, man. That's okay. Uh, Denny Hamlin did comment on expansion this week. Says they could run a second team even as an open car next year. Um, notes that the current charter agreement runs through 2024. So there's always a possibility NASCAR could change it at that point. Um, he didn't say that, but just, you know, putting that two and two together. Um, he says he feels NASCAR will enforce its rule and take the charter from the 51 team, which has been at the bottom. Yep. Um, so, but one way or the other, they plan to run a second car for 2311 next year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, uh, again, uh, you know, I was just going to say again, um, it, it's kind of a, kind of a theme here though. It just, again, with this new car, uh, it's, it's a ripe opportunity for, for 2311 to, uh, expand and expand quickly. And especially if they can, if they can secure a charter and get a driver like Kurt Busch in place with sponsorship, uh, it's just gonna, you know, continue to be great you know i i don't know eric this it's gonna be hard to get to a four car organization yeah. like we have right now they, they are going to become a rarity um the stuart haases hendrick and gibbs they, they might be the last of the four car teams here for a long time yeah they could be this charter um, thing is going to be hard yeah hard to navigate and then uh you mentioned track house track house is looking for another charter they don't have one yet um but that is in the works there as well they are also planning on moving their team to nashville uh, moving the shop to Nashville, right on Broadway, which is pretty cool. Yep. Um. So good, cool deal with them. Uh, Pitbull was in attendance at the track this weekend. He's been he's been at a few races this year. Yeah, they had a couple of press conferences. So um, I think uh, they obviously they see business opportunity in Nashville. So yeah, uh, that that's cool. Um, well, NASCAR is investing in the future. I'd say if the fairgrounds thing doesn't happen, which I think that it's definitely going to happen. Yeah, if the fairgrounds thing doesn't happen, then we're still going to be at, Super, at Nashville Super Speedway. So Na Nashville's investing in motorsports in general yeah. with IndyCar as well, running the street circuit there. I think Nashville's year. turning into Austin right now. It's the place to be. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they've got soccer. Um, obviously, they've got the NFL franchise, the Titans there too. So yeah, yeah they have a little bit of everything, but they they are going to be fully in the motorsports. Um, which is, which is great. I mean, country music and NASCAR are, you know, yeah. bread and butter, man. They, they go together perfectly. So, and Pitbull. Uh, and yeah, well, I mean, that's, that's the thing <laughs> like, like Pitbull's a mu music industry guy. So yeah, I, know. I mean, Nashville is, is a hub, not just country music. So he, it makes sense for them. Yeah. Uh, I would love to see them. I, I just love their performance this year. I love what they're doing. Um, not a huge Pitbull fan, but Hey, I got to see him live, man. I was at, uh, got to see him on the night show when I went down and went to California. That's an incredible nugget of information. Yeah. I don't even know what to do with that. He, he was right in front of me. Yeah. Um, let's see. I got to jump all around cause James took me all out of order here. Well, Eric, um, hold on. We, we've yeah. got a, we've got a growing, uh, comment base going oh, on no. right now that the boys need to come on to the pod. <laughs> I'll get them. I'll get them on. Uh, <laughs> I probably, I'm going to try and probably save it to a post show. It's, it's more than one person at this point. <laughs> so I, I have the comments kind of on the side and, and uh, the, the boys are going to make their entrance here eventually. I might save it for post show because it's not going to translate well to the, uh, <laughs> yeah. to the, the, um, the actual podcast, but we'll see. We'll get there. I wanted to put the pressure on you. Thanks. I appreciate else's. that. I yeah. appreciate that. Um, let's get through the news and then we'll, we'll, <laughs> Uh, approach that we'll reevaluate uh, all right alex bowman signs two-year contract extension uh big deal for alex bowman because it's twice as long as the contracts he's signed so far 
Yeah, it's cool. I mean, Allies invested. Um, yeah. Hendrick is invested, and uh, yeah, I, I think that's going to be the norm for a lot of drivers like like him. Two year deals, uh, flexibility for the driver, flexibility for the team. Um, but Allies with this guy, uh, they they probably got their eye on Kyle Larson, but uh, they made a two year commitment to uh, to Bowman. So um, I like it. I like it for Bowman. He's earned it. You know, he's winning races and uh, definitely. Um, you know, third, I guess the third, but I don't know. I don't know what to do with Hendrick Motorsports. I feel like they're all the same except for Larson. So, yeah, um, but he's in the mix. I mean, he wins races. He's got two already this year. So uh, speaking of Hendrick Motorsports, Eddie DeHaan's back. <laughs> I don't know what to say here. I don't, I don't know either. <laughs> um, listen, I mean, the, the, good the on char- him, I guess. If the charges didn't end up being a thing, he's yep. back doing what he was doing. So, you know, the, I, uh, it, it's a tough situation because we're in this in this world that all it takes is an accusation to get somebody fired or get somebody suspended. But at the same time, you can't just leave them on knowing that there's a possibility. So yeah. Yeah. Tough. Yeah. And if you want to look into the charges and stuff, we don't have to do all that here. That. Well, we can have everybody else look that up. Um, but he's clear. And yeah, that was a quick, that was a quick deal. I think that was what, two weeks of suspension or yeah. three, maybe. Um, that happened real fast and, and charges got dropped real quick. So, and now chase Elliott's even better. So perfect. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Chase will be happy. Um, Hendrick will be happy. Uh, very weird situation though. I, yeah. I Hendrick motorsports and their spiders, they just don't have very good luck, but no. Eddie, Eddie's back. <laughs> Eddie's back. Um, biggest news I think of the week probably, or maybe, I don't know, broke today. Uh, not surprising. Cause I think we already talked about it and speculated this was going to happen. Uh, but Jeff Gordon announces today he is leaving the Fox booth uh, effective immediately, and he will become the vice president at Hendrick Motorsports beginning January 1st, 2022. Um, new big role for him. Rick Hendrick says he's not going anywhere. He's still healthy, um, but that's the reason to do this now and not later. So, yep, that's um, the that's the old succession plan. Yeah. Um, get get the get the uh, the next guy who I, I don't know, Eric. I think Jeff Gordon loves Hendrick Motorsports as just as much as Rick. So yeah. it's the, it's the natural course of, of things. And, and I will miss Jeff on TV though. I thought he did a great job while he was there, but um, you know, kind of a bummer that he's, that he's gone, but he, I thought he did great. I, thought yeah, I like, fine. I like the rapport between him and Clint too. It was kind of fun because they had that rivalry in the past and, but we're able to joke around and have a good time together. And, and mm-hmm. it was good. Um, obviously the speculation starts now of who's going to replace Jeff in the booth. I've got a hot take on it that NASCAR won't replace him. Probably not. Um, that is probably just going to be Clint and Mike until Kevin Hardwick becomes available. So in, in two years. Yeah. That's, that's kind of my thought. I think that seats uh, been reserved for Mr. Harvick. Um, yep. I hope we don't fill it with Michael Waltrip. Oh my God. <laughs> we could always, uh, bring, we could always bring DW back. Yeah. Then, that was NASCAR chasm's tweet today too. was Daryl yeah. Daryl running uh, back. <laughs> <laughs> Which, what, can you imagine a booth with Daryl Waltrip and Clint Boyer? That would be the most no. incoherent uh, situation no. we've ever I, seen. Can Clint hold his own? I think he can with just him and Mike, uh, don't you? Yeah, I mean, Clint's fresh out of these cars. I, I, I just... It's obvious man. he doesn't have the knowledge that Jeff has. But yeah. as far as providing some insight into the broadcast and some... I mean, Fox is all about the entertainment. You know, mm. NBC's about getting you some interesting facts and Fox is about entertaining you. And yeah. so Clint fits the Fox mold very well. Eric, I got another comment uh, for somebody else in the booth for my buddy, Ian, who's watching and, and dropping bombs on the comments. Yeah. Uh, he said, Kyle Bush would be great in the booth. Yeah. <laughs> be a lot of screaming and crying. <laughs> um, uh, I think, but 
Yes. Let, let's just make Harvick the in-race reporter, and he'll just commentate from the car. There you go. Well, I mean, you know, Eric Danica is getting a lot of practice right now. Oh, my God. Fox would do that, too. They would. They would. Oh, yeah, they would. They'd pay her a bunch of money. She's terrible. Sorry. Yeah, she's I I thought she did a good job the first week and this week was cringy. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think that's the direction we're going to go. Um, I will say, James, I meant to mention it during the Nashville discussion. Um, how great was it to have NBC back? Oh, it was great. Yeah, it no was junior. really nice. Yeah. It really bothered me that that Fox couldn't be bothered to send their truck series uh, broadcasters to the track for Friday night. The yeah. pay broadcast from the studio. Yeah, uh, they especially when sending... Vince Welch was there all weekend. Yeah, they're not going to be sending anybody very often to yeah. the truck races. Sorry. Yeah, it yeah. sucks. So no, NBC does a great job. Professional broadcast, like you can tell the difference by yeah. the way. The only thing you can't tell is uh, who's talking. Is it Jeff Burton or, or right. Dale Jr.? But, I uh, did notice in the in the um, Xfinity race, though, at the very beginning, everybody seemed like they got sat down beforehand and said, don't yell. No yelling. Because everybody was really like almost sounded depressed, calm. Yeah. And then it got back to normal and they were yeah. yelling by the end of the race. But yeah, I'm all right with it. I I, I don't know. I, I love Dale Jr. in the booth. Absolutely love Dale Jr. in the booth. Yeah. Um, if we could find a way to get him on Fox and NBC, I'd be really happy. Um, yeah, that was my, uh, thought too, is what still juniors contract look like at NBC and, and would, would Fox back up the truck? To, yeah. But uh, see, NBC's got, they got, they have the, the show on Peacock too. I mean, he's, he's locked in. And oh yeah. He's, man. yeah. He's not going anywhere. He's they're not, going they anywhere. won't let him go. And they're running the download on, you know, NBC as yeah. well. So, um, yeah, Dale's not going anywhere. I, I was trying to think of anybody else who could really step in, but there's no drivers coming out. So, no. um, one guy I thought might be interesting, um, Carl Edwards maybe, but he's been out of it so long and he's just not interested. So no, he's, he's, he's just been out too long. So I, I don't think he would be a good fit either. He just doesn't seem interested in TV. He hasn't done any practice obviously either. So Kurt Bush is okay on TV, but he's not going, he's not retiring. Year, so. yep, he's not retiring either. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Hendrick, other... Hendrick, I, I was just going to add, I think Hendrick Motorsports is in a great spot with Jeff Gordon. Oh yeah. Um, definitely. Going to be leading that. T- I mean, um, I wonder how much the drivers are going to be getting paid though. Uh, moving forward. I, Cause I think Jeff's going to make sure they're taken care of. So I, yeah. I, I, I'm curious on, on the business side of things, how that's going to work out. Yeah. But be very, very cool. Yeah. Good to see. I mean, that, that, that organization has a plan and will continue to thrive. So yeah. Perfect time to, uh, to get in on the Hendrick Motorsports bandwagon when you've yeah. got, you know, these world beaters winning every single week. Well, so. I mean, Je- Jeff's been there as part owner since the Jimmy Johnson days. So he's already got all that. And he's got an eye for talent. <laughs> yeah. Jeff yes, Gordon picked Jeff Gordon picked Jimmy Johnson. And he told us all about Kyle Larson before Kyle Larson was driving in the cup series. So yep. he know he knows Jeff knows. Yep. Yeah, he does. Yep. Uh, with that, James, we head to Pocono Raceway this weekend. Uh, we have a, our NASCAR doubleheader for the weekend. And uh, Trucks and Xfinity also in action. We'll get to make our picks here in just a second. Um, just a heads up, based on last week, uh, I beat James 144 to 116. However, James continues to lead with 1646 to 1608. So I'm closing the gap. Well, like I told you before we went live, I felt like I won on Sunday because I minimized the damage like to the max. Yeah. I picked the guy who scored the second most points 
to Larson. If I can't have Larson, I got to minimize the damage. So I well, felt you really looked good. out really good on Saturday too, because Hemrick yeah. wrecked, but you still only lost 10 points in that. Yeah. Hemrick, Hemrick wrecked, but he had a great day in the stages and scored 40. So yeah, yep. you, you maxed out on, on Saturday as well. So you, you picked a couple of winners and then a second play or excuse me, a winner in two second place guys. So that's as pretty, pretty good. <laughs> I was so <laughs> mad when I saw the Todd Gilliland penalty. Cause I'm like, that just killed my season. I'm done. No way I can catch James. And then 25. Yeah. It's only 25. Yeah. <laughs> so no big good. deal. Yeah. yeah. No big deal. And and this is a great week to pick first. The, the, you get the double. Um, yeah. We get what you get one race without kind of, um, I don't know. You get kind of get a bonus cup race. You get two cup races here. So it kind of, kind of landed, landed in your favor. Yeah. We are going to do it. To, unlike last year, um, we will pick separately for both races um, for the cup series. So, uh, we'll do it in the order of the races this weekend. We start off with the truck series and the CRC Brake Lean 150. Uh, I get the first pick, and James, I'm not doing anything spectacular on this one. I am just going to go with John Hunter Nemechek. John Hunter Nemechek. <laughs> Very good. Uh, for me, he's due, uh, and I need to get some points back here. So I'll take Sheldon Creed to uh, to get the job done on Sunday. That's a good one. Uh, interesting note that if you look through the – truck series and Xfinity series stats here. We haven't run a lot of races in either of those series at Pocono, um, but they're like all cup series drivers that have won races here. So yeah, yeah, for sure. And we're going to have that this weekend because Kyle Busch is running both, I think. So um, I know he's running the truck race. I think he's running Xfinity as well. Uh, Then the cup series, it has on Saturday, the Pocono organic CBD 325, the first CBD sponsored NASCAR race. Uh, I don't know what you think of that, James. I thought it was interesting. (laughs) Um, yeah. well, the, the, the CBD company is owned by the people who own Pocono. Right. So that's, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's, yeah, yeah, there's something going on there, but that's fine. I'm also not going out on much of a limb here and going with the guy that wrecked last week and going Austin Sindrick on this mm, one. Nice. Nice. I'm going to, so you gave me an opening here. Yeah. Um, and we haven't picked him because I think we forget about him all the time, but I am going to take ty gibbs nice on sunday because he is a world beater as well so that's a good one that's a good one i i was wondering if if we would he we is would racing ever, right i don't want to think is, somebody's not racing i'm pretty sure he's on the yeah he's on the qualifying okay. list so right. i yep i saw it so ty gibbs will be there so i'm one. going to yeah i'm going to take him um see if i can't sneak one out here and get a and get a straight oh, up win i screwed up i oh no i just put him in the wrong spot um, I'm sorry. I did the Xfinity picks. <laughs> so my bad. Uh, that was supposed to be cut picks. Sorry. My bad. Oh, you're fine. Um, so that is the Pocono green 225 recycled by JP Mascaro and sons. Yeah. There you uh, go. Picks. Yeah. Now let's do the Saturday, uh, cut picks because that's what I meant to do. Yeah. And, um, this one I'm on the fence on. I've kind of gone back and forth multiple times and I'm going to go with my gut on this one, James, and I'm going to do the same thing you did last week. And I'm going to go with William Byron. Nice. I nice. very much was leaning toward Denny Hamlin, um, because Denny has been the pretty much the winningest driver here in recent times. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Denny has not been great lately. So, yep. Very good. Um, while, while I can take him while he's on his hot streak, I'm going to take Kyle Larson and nice. try to get some of those points back. So, uh, again, we were talking before the podcast and I thought I'm going to get a Larson shot here. You might get him again, but either way I can get a shot at him again, uh, for the road America road course too, if I wanted. So there's yeah. some other, uh, I'm going to use them while I can. I, I got a chance to, to take Larson and, uh, on this Epic hot streak that he's on. I'm going to take it. 
you might as well just put him down for me for the Explore the Pocono Mountains 350 because he's going to be my pick for Sunday. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> Hopefully one of us is going to get this right and one of us is going to get screwed. Yeah. Uh, or we could both get or we could both get screwed. I don't I'll know. end up screwed, I'm sure. Yeah. Um I will it's hard to go against the Hendrick horsepower. Um <clears throat> but Denny Hamlin's got to get one somewhere. So I'll take Denny Hamlin for race 2 going in a little bit blind here. But uh, I just think he'll have a solid day, hopefully, and I can uh, get some points out of it. I, I just have a heart like I am not not picking a Hendrick driver makes me itch just a little bit. So, yeah, um, so there you go. Yeah, I'm with you. I hear you, hear you there. Um, one thing worth noting, uh, neither of us picked Kevin Harvick at all this weekend. Harvick's been running good. He's and getting better. Win yep. here last year, so yeah, yeah. Harvick and uh, Hamlin split last yep. year. Split first and second. I mean, they, they just did. Yeah, they they swapped. Yeah, um, Hamlin's got two wins in the last three. Harvick obviously with one. Um, average finish goes to Hamlin. He's a one point three over those last three races. Some other guys just to watch though: Martin Truex, Eric Almarola, um, Brad. Eric a good sleeper right now. Yeah, uh, Blaney. We shouldn't forget Blaney. Um, he'll be good. Um, so yeah, some, some other ones, I, I wonder with chip gas racing seems to have something going on. Um, maybe Kurt Busch yeah. or Ross Chastain could sneak up there. So something, th- something to think about, but yeah, I'm going to go on a little bit of a limb, take Hamlin. So I think we got a good roster of drivers here though, Eric. I went, uh, I went Creed Gibbs, Larson, Hamlin. You went Nemechek, Cindric, Byron, Larson. So can't go wrong. It's going to be close. I need Ty Gibbs to, uh, Show me something though. There you go. All right. Uh, how about fantasy James? I think you did pretty well this week, right? Ha <laughs> Yeah. I'm waiting to talk about this one. Uh, let me pull it up. I have to close the comments people. So bear with me. <laughs> um, but yes, fantasy. Uh, so I ended Sunday with a two point win over Ranger and uh, we were sending Twitters back and forth there. And then chase Elliott's penalty hit. And uh, I ended up with a, much bigger win. I was, I was kind of, I was kind of mad because it's like, I finally beat Ranger and it didn't matter. It was like two points, but I will take a 40 point win. Uh, anytime I can get one, whether Chase has got a penalty or not. So <laughs> I won the day 248, And, uh, the big reason why obviously Larson, I had him all over my, uh, my bonus picks, but, uh, I went with Ross Chastain. And again, nice. going back to going back to the practice session, I looked at those 10 lap average speeds and, and kind of geared my roster around that a little bit. So uh, that felt really good to, to have some information to go off of uh, to, to be able to make these picks. So felt good about that. So ended up winning the winning the week 248 Ranger was second and tied with Rusty W2. So Ranger had the penalty and was still able to finish second. Uh, and then our buddy Todd was right behind him 208. I finished uh, six, but I was only four points behind second. So, yeah, I mean, it was a blanket. Yeah. Second was two Oh nine and, and all the way down to seventh place was two Oh one. So we've yeah. got eight point difference between second and seventh. So really good, cool, really good week for everybody. Everybody's scoring over 200. Uh, my second win of the year. I'm very happy about that. <laughs> they are very hard to come by uh, in our league right now. Uh, Rangers still way out in front though. Uh, overall, he leads uh, 3,446. I am now in second though. Uh, which I am again, very happy about that. That's probably as high as I'll get and I'll drop like a rock. Uh, I am in second um, three, 250 points behind and bird eight. You is third uh, fast to the grass, fourth and Eric, you are fifth, the KB show. There you, so go. there you go. Yeah. 
Uh, before we move or close out the show, let's talk a little SRX racing. They were at uh, Knoxville Raceway this past weekend, and I uh, thought the racing was pretty decent. Um, I was, I will say that James, you know, we were kind of led to believe that these were going to race like dirt cars and they kind of race like NASCAR cars on dirt. Yeah, they did. They raced like trucks. That, that flat, that flat surface at Knoxville definitely, um, definitely made it difficult for, for the drivers. I think it wasn't bad racing, but it wasn't watching late models or sprint cars by any means. Uh, They're heavy. I mean, big, sorry, I keep interrupting. No, you're okay. Um, but you know, these big, heavy cars, they got a lot of horsepower in them, but you're, you are a hundred percent correct. They, it looked like a truck race, but we were messaging back and forth. And after watching that, and that was my takeaway, uh, this truck race might not be too bad. Yeah. I'm pretty excited about the truck race. Now, after seeing that, I was worried about seeing them run on such a flat track. Um, but I think, uh, I think it might work out well. Uh, Tony Stewart gets the win there. Uh, very excited about it. Cause I believe it's his first win at Knoxville, right? His first win at Knoxville. And man, I was, uh, I enjoyed that as just as a fan, obviously, um, seeing him get a W was, was kind of fun. Uh, Ranger wanted to make sure that we mentioned Haley Deacon was second. Yeah. I was cheered uh, for her, man. I want to see yeah. her beat, beat smoke. She ran so good. Yeah. Um, I think it just goes to show you James that they've talked about that these cars, they're easy to drive, but hard to drive fast. Yeah. And you know, Haley's got a ton of experience on dirt. She's got a ton of experience with a car that slides around. Yep. Uh, you know, it probably fit right into her wheelhouse for this. I mean, I, I don't know about, I, I know, um, you're less optimistic about SRX than I am. I am. I'm, I'm more optimistic now, by the way. Yeah. Well, that's, that's great. I'm, I'm glad because I was going to say watching that race on Saturday night was just fun for me. Yeah. I just really enjoyed it. Just the uh, changes they made to the format were certainly improved. They definitely, yeah. Yeah. They, they made it. Yeah. The improvement changes were great. I think uh, the, the driving from the drivers was really like Paul Tracy was all over. Uh, it was fun. Michael Waltrip was up there and, and yeah. that was fun. Uh, Tony made his funny comments about that. <laughs> Loved it. Uh, Scott Bloomquist, which Eric, you and I have seen Scott Bloomquist <laughs> a couple of times. Uh, watching Scott do his thing was just hilarious. Like he bonsai that first corner mm-hmm. uh, on that second heat and uh, totally, you know, kind of blew up his chances to win the event. But uh, yeah, there was some, 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 uh, heat heat going on between tracy and wall trip that was fun yeah. uh and then obviously i do think though eric that tony carried the field just a little bit yeah. I, what do you what do you what do you think do you think he was kind of keeping it keeping it close there it's tony's series he's not going to sit there and run away with it he's just not yeah. you know yeah. if, if anybody's going to go out there and not get a giant lead it's tony stewart yeah i just felt like i was watching a boxing match where um, you know, the, the, the better fighter was kind of carrying his opponent to the, to the distance instead yeah. of knocking him out. I, I think that if Tony wanted to, he could have gotten away from the field. Uh, he, he made an outside pass on, uh, I think it was Bloomquist and it was definitely the best pass of the night where yeah. nobody else was going out there to try to get that. It was a lot of, a lot of rooting and gouging to, to make moves through the field, but he met, he went outside. And after I saw that, I just knew he was, he was toying with everybody at that point. So yeah, I'm optimistic for what it's become. I think it's, you know, I think the, the package that they had on Saturday night was a lot tighter, um, which was better. Um, of course I did watch it delayed so I could skip through all the intermissions, um, while they were working on cars and stuff. So that's yeah. even better. It's fun. Yeah. But yeah, no, I mean, I, I'm happy with what it, what it's become. Um, it's a I quick still, show too. It's yeah. a, you know, fairly quick show. You, you tune in at eight o'clock, you're done by nine 30 and 
um that's that's nice you know just yeah watching watching a quick race and um there, there's something there they've, they, they've got they've got a foundation to build on it's definitely not perfect that's what it is it's a foundation like i to me i feel like i'm watching the dancing with the stars of, of auto racing right now because that's kind of yeah that's that's you know it's really kind of not fair. the stars but i think it has a potential to become that way so that's well in cool. the the young drivers that have made their appearances in this series have performed, uh, you know, going up against, uh, you know, Elio Castroneves and Tony Stewart. I mean, there's some really talented drivers. Who's the field. IMSA guy that's just been awesome. Francis? Uh, Eddie, Fra- Eddie Francis. Yeah. yeah. He, yeah. He's second in points um, watching Haley Deegan and then Doug Kobe uh, the week before he's not a young guy, but you know, um, turned his opportunity and, and, one of the goals of the series was to give local legends a chance to race against a Tony Stewart and Elio Castroneves. And uh, they turned their opportunity into, you know, Doug Kobe's going to race trucks. And then Haley Deegan gets to come out. We, we joked about that, Eric, but uh, that was one of the best races for her. I think in a long time, I think um, definitely got my attention from Haley Deegan. I, I haven't thought of Haley much uh, since uh, she's been in the truck series. So that was definitely a great showing from her. Yeah, I agree. She needed. Um, yeah, again, I think I think they've they've got a good package here that allows the cars to race. You don't see anybody that's just out to lunch. Um, I mean, other than Bill Elliott, who keeps having the fuel pickup problems. Yeah, that's uh, weird. Yeah. But otherwise, I mean, it's it's been pretty good. So yeah, um, I'm looking forward to Eldora. I think it's going to be a great show yeah. this weekend. I think Eldora is going to put on a great great race. Certainly, there's room to improve. Um, I mean, starts we can start with the booth by getting Danica out of there. Oh God, um, but. It's uh, it's it's been good so far. I, I it certainly has proven me wrong. So I yeah, mean, there's I, definitely. I would call it a success for what it's been. Yeah, it, yeah, it is what it is, and it's mm-hmm. um, it's high level local short yep. track racing. That's what it is. Yep. yep. As soon as you stop comparing it to NASCAR, it's great. <laughs> yeah, it's not yep. exactly. It's not NASCAR. It's its own thing. Right. Uh, there's there's room for there's room for an SRX series ten weeks a year. I think. Yep. Um, you know, along with F1 and. IndyCar and all the, you know, all the other motorsports out there. If, if you yep. like short track racing, but can't get to your local short track, this is a great option to watch really good race car drivers um, aged as some of them may be uh, race on short tracks and, and put on a good show for you. And the series definitely is entertaining. Uh, that's, you know, that's the one thing it has going for it. You know, Paul Trace is not afraid to, to bang the car off the wall and, uh, and seeing somebody as, as talented as Elio Castroneves, um racing on dirt, is, yeah. is just a novelty that's very fun to see yeah i agree just don't do the don't do the asa thing and don't start running these things on big tracks yeah i don't you, think they need to short tracks yeah i don't think they need to i think this can stay a short track local local scene series yep. no no tracks bigger than a mile i think you're yep. fine yeah even that yep. i think that's pushing it well they're gonna go to nashville and they're gonna go to orp um or irp or whatever yeah. the rp it is half mile though aren't they yeah, yeah, they're yep. Um, I think I think Nashville's a little bit bigger than yeah. that, if I'm not mistaken. A touch, but, yeah. but it's not much. Well, and then we're going obviously to Slinger, which is a uh, quarter mile, right? Uh, <laughs> Oval, which is I, I am. That's the one. That's I'm the getting. last one, right? No, that's the one before the last uh, one. Okay. I think I think they end at Nashville. Uh, I think they okay. go from Eldora. You're right. You're to, right. They do end at Nashville. I think they end at Nashville. Yeah. Um, they're gonna rip some cars up at Slinger, so. Yeah, they are. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. They definitely are. Uh, all right, James, you got any shout outs this week? Um, well, just uh, based on the 200th episode, um, I want to shout out just my family, my wife, everybody who lets me do this on a weekly basis. I've shouted them out before. Um, but thanks to Aaron and everybody 
um my for t- mostly aaron she gets to you know take care of the kids but you know i've had some help o- over the last couple of months especially during the pandemic like my you know my mother-in-law lisa was here with the kids um helping us with you know being able for my wife and i just to be able to work um what was one thing but then she lets me you know at, at, you know do the podcast too so um family has been a very important throughout this process couldn't do it without them um and then I was listening to the uh, Dan Levitard Show podcast today, and one of the guests was Lindsay Zarniak. So I wanted to shout that out. If you want to hear about a NASCAR media member who had to climb the ranks, um, she tells about, I don't know, it's maybe like a half an hour. Um, But she's got a cool story, and and she's hosting some shows on Fox uh, right now. And um, obviously, Eric, she was big at ESPN. She was hosting SportsCenter. for a long for a couple of years there before uh before they separated so um but she's been in nascar for a long time and just kind of an interesting story so quick shout out on that one as well if, if uh you like listening to us babble that might <laughs> pique your interest so yeah i like uh, Lindsay. there you she, go she's cool yeah she does a good job um i don't have anything specifically but i i i'll hit, I'll hit to the comments here um well i i guess james shouted out his wife so i have to shout out my wife too my wife Kay. That's always um, a competition we have, yeah. Who uh, who continue to let me do this every week? Um, and when we lived in the apartment, would everybody would either leave the apartment or be super quiet so that I could do this um, recording right in the living room. So that's uh, it's been a huge help. Um, grateful for them allowing me to do this. If it wasn't for them, we wouldn't be doing this podcast. If you got no, it's no, no, okay. yeah. And and the wives are in charge. Yeah. by all me. I mean, like if the wives came to us and said, "You're not doing this anymore." Uh, it, we would get shut down. So right, <laughs> we got we, we got to thank the wives from time to time, <laughs> for sure. Uh, and I want to head to the comments on the Facebook stream too, and just thank everybody who joined us live tonight uh, for the 200th episode. Yeah, I got a couple and, of my buddies on there. Thanks, guys. Yeah, uh, I, know, I know you're probably having said, a good laugh. But you said Ian's one of your buddies, right? Yep, Ian's one of my buddies. So, so um, Ian gives us a question for the post show, but I want to do it before we end the show. Uh, Mark Martin, he says, "Great driver or gr- the greatest driver." <laughs> James, the greatest driver, <laughs> greatest driver. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to play to, I'm going to play to the audience. Mark Martin is the greatest driver of all time. There yeah. you go. Uh, I will say Mark Martin is the greatest driver to never win a cup series championship. He definitely is that there's no doubt about that in my mind. He is yep. definitely the greatest to never win the championship, but uh, listen, man, he won the IROC championship a whole bunch more than everybody else. So take that for what it's worth. Mark Martin is the greatest driver in the history, in the history of the IROC series. There you go. So well, I mean, Davy Allison did win the IROC Series Championship after he passed away. So, well, yeah, he did. Can't beat yeah. that. That yeah, you can't beat that. And Tony yeah. Stewart won the last one. So Tony Stewart won the last one. Dale Earnhardt won a couple. Um, yeah. but but yeah, when it comes to the international race of champions, uh, <laughs> no champion was greater than Mark Martin. I, I saw that comment and laughed it and laughed. <laughs> so that's. Good. I will say I will say that uh, that Denny Hamlin is closely approaching that. Um, that record of greatest driver with he's getting pretty close. Well, he's got those Daytona five hundreds that, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm glad Ian spun us out at the end of the show. Thanks. <laughs> good, good work. Hey, that's the best part of being live. Uh, James, if people want to talk to you about Mark Martin or anybody else, how can they find you on social media <laughs> at James Cush on Twitter? You can find me at T super speedway on Twitter. You can find the podcast on Facebook, facebook.com slash the super speedway. We were live there tonight. You can check out the live feed. Uh, it will be still up there. So you can check that out if you want to uh, see a little bit of pre and post stuff, um, post show and uh, stuff you don't normally get to see. Although we're, we're a little more behaved than we used to be before we recorded that. Yeah, um, that's true. If you want more of the podcast, you can visit us at 
thesuperspeedway.com. You can find uh, links to old episodes, uh, past race coverage, photos, all that stuff. You can check it out there, thesuperspeedway.com. Uh, you can find the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. I can also find us on YouTube if you search for Dream Bigger Media. I was really slow up uploading it last week, but because we did it live on Facebook, I didn't feel the rush. Uh, but it's up there now, guys, so you can check it out. Um, and this this week's episode hopefully will be up there a little bit sooner. Um, so, yeah. Uh, anything else, James, before we head on out of here? Um, no, just, um, again, thanks to everybody who was watching on Facebook Live today. It's something we, I mean, we tested it last week, and, and our buddy Ranger Runyon showed up twice. Uh, so Ranger, thanks, man. And, and he says that we need to shout out ourselves for 200, uh, more. So, awesome. uh, Hey man, I don't know if we're going to make it to the next one. So <laughs> we're just <laughs> asking for 200 is a lot, but we, uh, we appreciate Rangers been listening to us for a long time. So thanks, man. Um, I saw my buddy Devlin chimed in for a little bit too. Uh, and our buddy Todd, obviously. So thanks guys for, uh, all the support, um, over the past couple of years and over the, over the 200 episodes we've been at it. So yeah, we really, we really appreciate it. Eric, I don't know about you. I really enjoyed this live um, commentary coming in from other people. That was kind of fun. Uh, yeah. Definitely something different that I, I really enjoyed. I agree. I can't say we'll do it every week, but we'll try to do it some more here in the future. Um, yeah. Going forward, we tried it out last week to see how it worked. Didn't really announce it. Um, decided to promote it this week, and then I ended up sick and had to push it back a day. So thanks, everybody, yeah. for joining us a day later. And, uh, yeah, we'll do it some more. And uh, who knows? You know, we've got race coverage coming up. It might make it tough to do video at times, so we might lose a couple of video episodes. But uh, we'll do what we can. The audio episode will always be there, so make sure you check that out. You can always find it wherever you find your podcast. So uh, we go to Pocono Raceway this weekend for two days of Cup Series <laughs> racing. It's the Pocono Organic CBD 325. And explore the Pocono Mountains 350. We'll be back next week to break it all down and talk to you about it all. Until then, everybody, let's go racing. Oh, my God.